Hello, welcome to another episode of the Wannabe Entrepreneur, the podcast about what's really like to bootstrap a company. My name is Tiago, and uh, I am still on holiday, but always with new episodes for you. I didn't forget about you, the Wannabe Entrepreneur listeners. So here is another one, and today I will share a little bit about my first part of the holiday. So basically, for the past, I think, four or five days, I was uh, sailing, and now I return home, and then in one day or two days, I'll go back to sailing. (laughs) I really love sailing, as you can see. And I want to share a little bit about how is it to be a bit further apart from from my business is it working is it not working and i also want to share some reflections from what happened in this past week so yeah without any further ado let's get started with today's episode sailing at night for the first time ever in my sailing experience, I took the night shift. So we basically sailed for a whole, for 24 hours nonstop. And uh, the reason why we did this was because we were moving a boat from one place to the other. I was doing this somehow as a favor to a friend. It's sli- favor slash leisure. And um, it was really fun there's people that actually take this as a job there are skippers that uh, take the boat from point a to point b as a job so super cool actually and i was doing that and we were now going through the night and we decided to split into shifts we were four people so each one of us would take a shift of two hours mine would start at 11 from uh, 11 to 1 And then it would finish at, so one, two, three, three to five, and five to seven. And it was a very, very interesting experience. Imagine being, in this case, the middle of the Mediterranean. And you don't see anything around you. Nothing, nothing. And everyone went to bed and then they literally depend on you. They depend on you to be aware of your surroundings because some boats, they can move super fast and you have you have no idea, right? So it can happen and it happened actually in the past that people collide in the middle of the ocean or the Mediterranean, which is crazy because there's so much space. What are the chances, right? But actually happens. So I started my shift and uh, everything was dark and your mind starts playing tricks on you. It starts detecting certain sounds, sounds that were there already actually before and starts thinking, what is this? So for instance, I was hearing the engines on my own engine. We were going under engine because there was no wind, unfortunately. (laughs) It was mostly uh, with engine. And the engine would have like these different sounds. And at some point, I had the impression that there was other boats around me. (laughs) That was really, really weird. And then on top of that, there was no data 
there was no data for like I think for about 15 hours I was there no data no connection with to anyone just the people on the boat whoa <laughs> it felt so suffocating it really felt okay we are here by ourselves and uh, I really noticed like we are so dependent to this. We are so dependent to the internet to be connected, to be able to speak with the people we love. It was it was a weird feeling. And then suddenly in front of me I see a light and and I, I started to think, what is this? Is it land? Is it the lighthouse? I check the map, there's no lighthouse on the way, and the light starts getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and I realize it's a cargo ship. It, it's scary because at night you don't you have no idea where people are going where, where is this boat going is it going towards me is it going sideways and of course there's ways for you to know that by looking at the lights there are also certain radars we, our radar was not working so I was going towards this boat and at some point I, I, I don't know was it the boat going against us or something so I shifted the course and we didn't collide and I think this was the most the eventful shift the other shifts were quite okay then i went to bed but i don't know it was such an interesting experience and i completely forgot about the business these all four four days where we were sailing well i wouldn't say i completely forgot about it. it 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 popped my mind for sure and i was checking my my Slack and my Twitter, I, I scheduled so many tweets. I have tweets for 15 days, actually, and, and some already performed really good. But I was able to disconnect a little bit. And it felt so good. At some point, one of the guys I was selling with asked me if I had to do something here in, in my business, if it was okay for me to take the days. And I was thinking, uh, what do you mean? And I guess... Yeah, this is really what I want. I, I, I want to create this business that it does not necessarily needs me every day to create value. This is what I what I want to do. I want to create something that is somehow autonomous, that is creating value, even though and I can take some time for myself. And that's what I explained to, to him, and he said, Wow, that sounds cool, because he's also an entrepreneur. And he was like a different generation entrepreneur, a bit older. And he was always having calls and, you know, trying to um, organize things. And I was also doing that a little bit on Twitter and, and on, on Slack. But it, it felt good. It felt that the business could go on. And uh, at least so far, I mean, it's only been four or five days. But every day the communities was very active. People were using it, communicating with each other. And I had the feeling that my plan was somehow working. That it's okay for me to take some time off. I didn't bring my laptop. I I was curious to see, and, and that's why I was checking it a little bit sometimes. But it was not even that necessary. I know that this might not work in the long term, or definitely won't work in the long term. But it's nice to know that I can take a few days or a week or two weeks or even more. We'll see how far we can stretch it without losing the value that I'm providing to my clients. With that said, 
I got two new users while I was there, which was great. But this is the biggest problem so far, is to get new users, is to do the distribution. And if I'm on holiday, I cannot do that. When I'm working, most of my time is dedicated to that, dedicated to try to sell, quote-unquote, the community to new people, try to come up with ideas to spread the word. And on holiday, I obviously cannot do that. And uh, we spend some money, of course, going to dinner, things in the boat. And I don't have the money to spend yet. Of course, I'm, I'm spending for my, my savings, as you know. But this always comes to my mind. This always comes to this, okay, I cannot spend that much money. And I cannot wait for the day when I think, okay, this is okay. <laughs> I can actually spend this money. And I'm not a guy that wants to spend tons and tons and, you know, thousands of euros. But these little things that give me pleasure, it's something that I would love my business to cover. One other really cool thing that happened uh, this um, in this journey is that I met one of the guys there as well. Is um, again a bit older and worked in in the corporate world, you know, big companies, and uh, he was able to go up in the um, in the corporate ladder. And the things he told me <laughs> somehow just really convinced me that bootstrapping and indie making is the way. He basically told me that the people that reach the top, not in all the companies, but in these kind of big companies, they mostly don't reach the top because they are the best. They reach the top because they are in the social group that allows them to reach it. So to, to give you an example, right? There's the, the, the model that they apply and, and this is a Portuguese company, but I'm sure this ha happens to other companies as well, is there's two models, right? They, they, they could pay a fair wage to everyone and try to motivate every employee of the company. But they decide to do something different. They decided to pay very few to most of the employees and a huge, really, really fat paycheck to the C-levels and top administrators. And their idea is that they want these people, these few top people, to make sure that the others work. So they pay them really, really well. And uh, the others, they, they don't get paid. Or they, of course, they do, but it's, it's, it's almost nothing. He even told me that the shift, the, the salary shift from mid-level bosses or managers to top level, it's like so huge. It's like five times or something and so they were some of, of the, the sea levels are making hundreds of thousands even millions and they have this little social club they go out together they do these these crazy things together uh, and this is a way for the actual the current managers to see if they can trust these new people if they would do whatever it takes to make the company succeed, if they would take whatever business, if they will uh, run their employees under the bus or something, throw their, them under the bus if needed to save the company. And that's the skill that they most want. They want these people that they can trust. Of course, they also have MBAs 
uh, they are not illiterate, right? Like they studied and all of that. But their skills is not are not like top notch. They are just good with politics. And this is something, in my opinion, that damages not only. I don't know. It's 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 not a, something that I want to live at. Like it's it, I don't see eye to eye to this way of living because I think also it damages the world around. Right? It's um, it's this one percent of people somehow that control the world a little bit. I mean, now I I, I think I I seem a little bit uh, you know with these uh, conspiracy co conspiracy theories. But it's true. I mean, people that with a lot of power, they control a little bit the world, right? Like what's happening now with, with Russia? Uh, basically, Putin and a few oligarchs there decided that, okay, let's invade Ukraine. And they control it. And they are affecting all of our lives. Look at the inflation right now. So it's true that a few people can really make a huge, huge impact on our everyday life. And... Uh, People that own companies with a lot, a lot of money. And not only money, also power, right? Like companies that control the networks, the communication networks. Companies that control retail and food supplies and transportation and gas and oil. These companies have a huge power over the, the whole world. And they can somehow control and if evil people are on top of these companies, people that are paid absurd amount of money just to make sure everything works, whatever it takes, then of course that the world is not going towards a good place. So I don't want to be part of that. I don't want to be part of this corporate world. And I know that now there are companies thinking differently, and that's really, really great. But these big, big companies, it seems that it always gets there. It always gets, okay, money first. The moment you go IPO, the moment you get your stakeholders telling you what to do, things don't go in the right way. And, and for me, building products, services, businesses, you want to bring value to the people. You want to help the people. You want to make things better. Of course, you also want to make money. But money shouldn't be the only priority. <laughs> I think not even the main priority. Of course, you need it, right? There's no business working without money, right? But it shouldn't maybe be the main priority. Maybe the main priority should be give value to others. And, and that's the great thing about being a, an entrepreneur or a bootstrapper. It's something that it doesn't scale up to a huge amount, right? If you think about in our spectrum, we the first and only person that comes to my mind is um, Peter Levels which is making a really great amount of money. But it's one person, and it's not the norm, right? Okay, he's making maybe $3 million a year. Amazing. But he's our top indie hacker, one of the most known. Whereas a lot of CEOs of these companies, they make much more than that, much more, right? And uh, so it's, it's more controlled. They create more impact to the world. It's such a better way to live and conduct business, in my opinion. I don't know. So made me really think that, yeah, this is the way to go. And and I told you before, I think I did at least, that after these holidays, 
it would be time for me to look for something else, to look for a job. And even though that's probably true, I would need that because it's my business still not paying what I need and the growth seems to be a little bit stagnating. I really want to continue this indie hacking, this little entrepreneur route. I might get something, some cool jobs, but I I don't want to go work for these big companies. Especially if I know that the structure that they apply is this structure of, uh, okay, let's pay a few to be, you know, ruthless and, you know, <laughs> throw under the bus all their employees. Maybe there are big companies. And let me know on Twitter, by the way. Send me a DM on Twitter. If you know about big companies that actually are not evil, quote-unquote, because I may apply. <laughs> but I think it's always more fun to go for startups and where you can control, where you can see and hear what everyone is saying to the C-levels. And you can see, okay, these people are nice. I believe in their mission. I believe in their values. I want to do that. So I, I might do that. That's This is a little bit of an introspective episode. And the previous one was as well. Because uh, holiday is also time to, to think. Time to relax and uh, take a step back and start thinking. And I'm also starting thinking about um, other possibilities for me. Other businesses as well. So it's, it's really, really great. And of course, you know, have fun. Be with uh, with the friends be the people you with the people you love holidays are amazing i mean a lot of us live for holidays and now we are waiting for our retiring well i think this is something more the previous generation now the, the newest generation the newest the new generations kind of uh, think more okay let's enjoy life along the way not only in the end but this was the the lifestyle of the entrepreneur and kind of business updates. Uh, but just to give you some some other updates on the businesses. Or on the businesses. Wow, so many businesses. On on my community. Yeah, I I have the accelerator. It, it's actually finishing now. I think it's it was a success, to be honest. But I'm super, super curious for the demo day. Because there's two teams, as you know, of uh, five people each. And I've been part of one of the teams. But the other team, I don't know what they're doing. I mean, I see them writing stuff on the community, but I don't really know what they were able to achieve. So the demo day will be the day for this to happen. It's going to be on the 24th of June. And uh, the Dagobert, he was, will be also visiting Lisbon. And I think he will even do this. He is one of the judges. And he will be doing his judging from my house. So really, really cool. And uh, yeah, besides that, I've been automating, before I started my holiday, I automated, tried to automate some process, and I'm still trying to work on the virtual office, because it's something that I, I love to use personally, but for some reason, it's super hard to get people to engage there, and I've been trying so many things. And now I created a bot, or I created two office days. So on Wednesdays is the working day, on Fridays is the day for just chilling and drinking a beer. So um, I created this these two days, and I created a bot that in the day before, so on uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays, sends a message and asks people if they want to hang out the next day and gives a bunch of uh, time possibilities. Because we have people from all over the world, so evening 
or afternoon is different for different people, right? So I have to give a lot of uh, different options. The first message went out yesterday and no one clicked, no one joined. But let's see if anyone is joining on Friday. I will still be here, so I might join actually. And I'll let you know if I'm able to get some more engagement in the virtual office based on uh, this uh, this new idea. And uh, that's basically it. Ah, no, actually, one important thing is that um, I won't be, unfortunately, doing an interview this uh, Thursday because it's holidays. But I will republish one of the older episodes. One episode, one interview that I really enjoy. And I'll give a little introduction to the interview. So for the ones of you that did not listen to that interview yet, you can go and listen. For the ones that already did, you can just listen to it again. And then next week on, we'll restart with, uh, with new interviews. And that's it. That's it uh, for today's episode. Oh, one more interesting thing. I finally got my WB t-shirts. Super cool. I think I got, uh, I got the L for me large which is a bit too large so they are they are quite big but uh, yeah i'm looking forward also to see these t-shirts on uh, on you so go to store.wannabe-entrepreneur.com and you can order there they are good quality i like their work so you can order you can also get a mug and you also supporting this podcast besides that sharing this tweeting about it my tweet is uh, at uh, WB Podcast, so send me messages, following me, whatever. I, I want to know you, really. I want to know if, if you have any questions about my businesses or something that I somehow can help, send me a message, for sure. I will definitely answer you, so I, I'm there for you. And, uh, of course, come and join us in the WB space. It's $10 per month. And uh, we are going to be the YC of bootstrappers. No, I don't know if we will. But it's really, really fun. And you'll meet the peeps there. And they are amazing, really. I it, It's been an inspiring journey to meet all of them. So, yeah, I, I'm excited to see you there. This was another Wannabe Entrepreneur. See you next time. I was actually recording with the lights off.